Elon calls a spade a spade. Oh, yeah. You and me are on a list. Kissinger is dead. And TikTok's absurd water campaign. All that and more coming up. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Thursday. Just kicking off a Thursday. Thanks for joining us. We really do appreciate that. We got lots, lots going on. We uh, want to welcome into the chat all of our new uh, subscribe. By the way, thank you so much to the folks. Defend Your Right to Offend uh, has started following us. The Hubby uh, started to follow. Uh, Steve Amatic also started following the channel. Thank you. Hat tip. Shout out to these guys and gals and we really do appreciate that very much. Thank you. It really helps the show out a lot. It's free for you. Just sign up for a free Rumble account, and then you can follow the show. You can also take part in our live chat, which is happening every time we're live. And you can make comments on the videos, too, which people do. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Our show is brought to you by the good folks right here. Blackout Coffee, one of my favorite sponsors, folks. This coffee is not just awake. It is kick butt good. They're not woke. They're awake. Blackout Coffee is an American company that values all of our same values. Honesty, integrity, traditional American values. They are all about that and all about making an amazing cup of coffee. You want a special deal? Look at that. This they have declared to be not Cyber Monday, but Cyber Week. If you order now, you still have time to pick some of these up as Christmas gifts, which I think is a brilliant idea. Somebody gave me a bag of blackout coffee, fresh roasted coffee for Christmas. <laughs> I would be a happy camper. I have some anyway, but trust me, you can never have enough. They have a great offer. You use the code CYBERWEEK and uh, you will get a buy two coffees, get one free deal. Wow, that would give you at least one, if not two, to give away as gifts. And during uh, the holidays, they've got holiday edition flavored coffees. I've been honest with you to say I'm not a big fan of flavored coffee. I prefer just robust, strong not bitter coffee, which is what blackout coffee is all about. But if you are into this, man, I'm telling you for the holidays, candy cane, winter wonderland, pumpkin spice, eggnog, peppermint mocha. Mm, look at this. Wow. They've got some great flavors. In addition to their usual coffee signature blends, which includes Brutal Awakening, one of my absolute favorites, uh, Morning Reaper, Smooth Finish, Pitch Black Espresso. They also have a great full line of uh, hot cocos, flavored cocos, and also some quality high-end teas. Very nice. None of this is terribly expensive, and we've got you a great deal. At checkout, use the code J20, J-A-Y-20, for 20% off your first order. Or don't forget that Cyber Week deal at Blackout Coffee. You buy two, you get one free, and that's a hell of a deal. Buy two coffees, get one free with the code CYBERWEEK, C-Y-B-E-R-W-E-E-K. Heck of a deal. Our J20 code for 20% off at checkout. I don't know the, these two codes will work together. I think you have to pick either or. 
<coughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. Use the link in our show notes, and you'll be helping to support the show, support this American company, and getting yourself the most amazing cup of coffee you've ever had. Blackout Coffee. Thank you, folks, for helping to sponsor the show. We really do appreciate you being here. All right. Uh, you know, I pushed this down the show notes because it just wasn't that big of a deal. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, actually, it is kind of a big deal. Kissinger is dead. And frankly, I couldn't be happier. American diplomat, overall demon monster. He actually at one point, believe it or not, tell you exactly how valuable these Nobel Prizes are. He won a Nobel Prize. He was a hundred years old and he's dead. So all the sick eulogies now will begin. In truth, honestly, a demon of demons has simply returned to his dark demonic lair. This man was a stain on humanity. He served his cult masters almost his entire life. Manipulations, his policies brought death to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. Destruction, suffering into the world on a scale that really you can't begin to imagine. To this very day, they are still trying to rid countries, places like Cambodia, Vietnam, still trying to get rid of the bombs that his policies left behind. A word never left this guy's mouth that wasn't a lie or a half-truth intended to mislead you. The establishment will swoon at your memory, war criminal extraordinaire. But to those of us who know, we will never forget what you did. If you can't tell, there is no love loss for me from this monster. And while it is a sad day when anyone leaves us, sorry, just can't feel bad about Kissinger being gone. In fact, I feel pretty good about it. So there you go. All right, <clears throat> Elon Musk, <laughs> the more I know about this guy, the more I love this guy. He took over X, he's telling everybody to go pound sand, he is not going to get in the way of truth and free speech, and man did he open up yesterday. He was asked a question about advertisers like Disney, Disney X. Please, please cancel your Disney X for a lot of reasons, this included. He was asked about them pulling their ads off of Twitter. And what he had to say about it, <laughs> I'll let him say it. I don't think so. You don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? Is somebody going to try to blackmail me with advertising? Blackmail me with money? Go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Crystal clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly what he said. He's not, you know, you're just not going to sway Elon Musk with money. It ain't going to work because he has a lot of money. I often thought that. Can you imagine? Hey, Karen. Hey, Karen Hill. Good to see you in the chat there. Howdy. Yeah, I, I often thought about this. Imagine, you know, we all go shopping, whether it's grocery shopping or you're shopping, you know, just hit the mall and see what's new. And you look at the shelves and you look at things, you try on outfits or shoes or whatever, and you think, yeah, this is nice, but yeah, it's a little expensive. You know, I, you really can't afford this. Or you go shopping and you look at those nice steaks and you think, yeah, but uh, budget really says no. Can you imagine? I, I, this is off topic, but sort of not. Imagine never having to say that for anything, anything that you want, money is not an object. It, I mean, I'm guessing people who have that level of money probably still worry about money. That's how they manage to amass their fortunes, likely. But seriously, imagine what it, be, what it would be like to go into any store and the price tag doesn't matter. I like that. I'm going to buy it. I, You know, they say money can't buy happiness, which I'm frankly not a big believer in. I, I would like to know that kind of happiness. <laughs> I never in my whole life will, but I'd like to. So, you know, anybody wants to give me the opportunity, feel free. Go buy some blackout coffee. You'll be helping me towards my goal. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, he said it, basically. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, the CEO of uh, Disney was in the audience for that particular little part of that interview. But he said, uh, he said it in no uncertain terms. You can just go F yourself. If you think you're going to blackmail me by pulling your advertising, it ain't going to work. Go, Elon. I'm loving this guy. All right. Do you all remember the McMartin preschool case? You might not remember it to begin with. I didn't. And then as I read more, I said, oh, yeah, that one. Well, there is more news. It was and has been for the longest time considered a legendary hoax. However, turns out, according to Liz Crokin, it was a legendary cover-up. In 2019, the FBI declassified documents. This is from a post from Liz Crokin over on X. Brilliant account. You must follow her at Liz Crokin on X. The Finders was a CIA front tasked at kidnapping and torture programming children across the United States. This gets a little head shaky weird. Stick with it. These children were used, among other things, as sex slaves 
or satanic rituals. Within this release from the FBI, the documents also exposed there were tunnels found under the McMartin Preschool in Manhattan Beach, California, despite the media lying about that for decades, saying there were none, these documents from the FBI said, oh yes, there were. The young child victims claimed they were trafficked under these tunnels, victims of sexual abuse, including satanic ritual abuse at the hands of predators, including the elites. Now the media claimed this case and others were just satanic panic. The case went to trial. Some jurors could not be swayed because they allegedly did not find any evidence of the tunnels. But these FBI documents prove they existed. The declassified documents also reveal these satanic artifacts like pentagrams, that's the five-pointed star, found at the school, also over a hundred animal bones found under the school's second floor, which supports victim testimony that they were also sacrificing animals. Ted Gunderson dedicated his entire life to exposing the finders. The truth about the McMartin Preschool and other satanic elite pedophile rings. Gunderson is a hero. The actual documents are in the post, which is in our show notes, and this reveals these FBI-released unclassified documents. They are there. Unbelievable. It's happening. It has happened. And likely, folks, the sad news is, chances are it's still happening. just gets scarier and scarier. You want to know what else is scary? We talked briefly about this last night, but I've got more details. You and I are on a list. I'm on a list. You're on a list. You're on a list. You're on a list. We're all on a list. Why? Because we liked or followed or retweeted at the time something from Donald J. Trump. This is police state on steroids, my friends. A heavily redacted document related to the search warrant for Trump's Twitter account was released. Special counsel and all-around criminal idiot, Jack Smith, the search warrant for information related to President Trump's Twitter account, sought the 2024 Republican presidential primary frontrunner's search history, drafted tweets, blocks, and mutes. They also demanded, listen, a list of all devices used to log into the account, and information on users, that's you and me, 
interacting with Trump. We're on a list. Happy about that? This guy's got to be stopped. This needs to be shut. This bullcrap needs to be shut down. The filing shed light on what investigators are looking for when they issued the warrant against the social media company now owned by Elon Musk. They initially delayed in complying, resulting in a $350,000 fine. Ouch. Anyway, if you followed Donald J. Trump's account, as I do, if you liked some of his tweets, as I did, do, and uh, if you, you're on a list. So, we're all on the list. We will all go down together. You happy about that? Hmm? Contact your representative. Let them know you want this police state bullcrap to stop now. Hmm. Have you seen this ridiculous crap that TikTok is up to? Let me see if I can find this story because it has switched. I don't know what happened to it. That link I put in our show notes takes you somewhere else. I have no idea why. Without that information, I can't go very far with this story, but apparently there is this viral thing going around TikTok <clears throat> saying that you should dump the leftover water from your water bottles and water bottles that you find in out, out in nature, you know, that people have dropped, in order to save the oceans. Because there's so many thousands of millions of gallons of water that are trapped inside plastic bottles. So if you dump it out, they think it will make its way back to the ocean. That's kind of exactly how stupid these people are. I, it's, it's a TikTok thing. I had an article about it, but now it's not taking me there, and I don't know why. But it's just the dumbest possible thing ever. It's, you know, because, again, TikTok users, mm, not the sharpest tools in the shed. But... Uh, it's gone nutso virus, viral, <laughs> virus, better word for it, nutso viral on TikTok. Because people will just believe and buy anything. Now, it's, it's not here. I, as I'm talking here, I'm trying to keep digging to find to see if I can uh, actually find it. It's in there somewhere. You'll have to dig through and see if you can find it. I can't at the moment, but that's the bottom line. Basically, this idiot woman wants you to, to dump out your water bottles to save the planet. Oh, man. You know, I'm really just thinking that whole funny meme about let's take off all the warning labels from everything and let nature take its course. We just 
kill all the stupid people off, you and I will be much better off. Mad Bone. Hey, Mad Bone. Shout out there. Uh, since I guess that's why they also go to the toilet in the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you could very well be right. Since, you know, it's the water. Hey. <sighs> All right, Hunter and Joe Biden back in the news, a 2018 email, a bank. And you know what? Since this is making the rounds, I expect another UFO story anytime. Some other release will come out about some UAP that's been cited or released, or we have alien bodies or you know, and re-engineered craft. Trust me, the next couple of days it'll happen because... A bank flagged serious concerns about the China money Hunter Biden received, $40,000 of which ultimately landed, yup, in Joe Biden's account. This is from the Oversight Committee from the GOP. In the email, the bank's money laundering investigator highlighted erratic payments, no obvious services rendered, no current business purpose, known China strategy to target the children of politicians and purchase political influence through sweetheart deals. Look at the redactions on this thing. The investigator ends this email by saying the erratic bank activity may require reevaluation of the relationship with the customer. Yeah. There you go. The link to this X post, which is from the GOP Oversight Committee, is right there. And you can read this actual report from this bank investigator and $40,000 of which wound up right in our current bag of oatmeal's bank account. So while this story makes the news, like I said, I promise you, there will be some UFO story, some shiny red object. Oh, hey, look over here, which will help to distract you. Uh, Karen says, I saw a TikTok video of a girl proclaiming that if chickens eat only grains and grass, the eggs are okay for vegans. <laughs> Yeah, I... <laughs> oh, man, that means vegan can safely eat other vegans, says Madbone. <laughs> you guys are on fire tonight. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> man, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what? I wish I had... I had two... Funny stories to end uh, our first part of the show with, and I one of them was about chickens. I chose the other one, so I tell you what, tomorrow don't miss tomorrow's show when I do this about halfway through the show, which is about now, where I do one last final funny or aw kind of you know cool story, something that's not controversial. Uh Anyway, I wish I'd picked the chicken one because now with the chat going on, I <laughs> it would have been appropriate. But anyway, please be sure and watch tomorrow's show because I will do the chicken one. And it's weird. You've got to see this chicken thing. 
It's like something happened with the space-time continuum. Anyway, I don't want to oversell it, but it's very cool, and I'll use it on tomorrow's show. Right now, though, this one is one of those times... You know, we spend a lot of time complaining about companies who screw up and who, you know, like Target, for example, who just apparently didn't learn their lesson the first time and we will just keep on boycotting them and they will keep on losing money because they're idiots and they won't leave our children alone. That is our, our, our red line. Our children do not screw with our kids. And I mean that literally and figuratively. That is our absolute red line, and you will not cross it. And if you do, we will call you out. Do not screw with our kids. In fact, you know what? I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Did I, did I show you, by the way? Let me just point a personal privilege here. I've got a new line of t-shirts with some great sayings on them. They are in our merch store. You can check it out. It's in our show notes. Stop making stupid people famous, one of my favorite sayings. Uh, cool, refreshing, liberal tears. Uh, awake, not woke, just like blackout coffee. Uh, hello, liberals, what has you offended today? <laughs> I think, therefore I am a conservative. I love that one. So yeah, we got a whole line there. Check them out in our merch store down below. You want to buy one. They're pretty reasonably priced. I took all the profit out. I'm not making anything off these. Uh, it's just to get them out there. But you know what? I'm going to do that tomorrow, I, and we'll put it in the store. I'm going to do one. It's got to be short, though, like leave the kids alone. Or I don't want to put don't screw with our kids. You could take that the wrong way. But I think leave our kids alone is a good one. I'm going to put that with our logo on it. So we'll have that in our, our store uh, starting tomorrow. Anyway, all right, here we go. A, a company that actually did things right. Amanda Getz on X posted this. And what happened after she complained was amazing. This woman bought a rain jacket from the North Face, very famous brand of outdoor clothing. She was hiking in the rain in Australia and she complained she was absolutely soaked despite this rain jacket saying from, from the North Face, this rain jacket claimed to be waterproof. Her request, meet me at the top of the mountain and bring me a new coat. The, the video got 10.3 million views. Seriously, let me show you the main video she posted. With North Face. I bought this rain jacket a couple days ago because the tag in the advertising said that it's waterproof, as a rain jacket would be. <laughs> well, listen, I'm 100% sure that it's raining outside and I'm soaking wet. <laughs> oh, look, this is really pretty. Listen, I don't want a refund. I want you to redesign this raincoat to make it waterproof and express delivery it up to the top of Hooker Valley Lake in New Zealand, where I will be the Ooh! I'll be the only one up here looking like a drowned rat. <laughs> waterproof my ass. 
So she posts that video, Waterproof My Ass, and it gets 10.5 million views. Well, the North Face could very well have just ignored it, hope it went away, but they didn't. They did exactly what a whole lot of other businesses could learn a powerful lesson from. Cost them a little bit of money, but I'm telling you, gained them untold amounts of customer support. This video next to hers is what the North Face posted after the woman's complaint about her coat being not waterproof and demanding that the North Face meet her on top of a mountain. Take a look. And she's happy. Thanks, North Face. <laughs> that's how you do marketing, and that's how you do customer service. I'm sure it cost them a bomb. Renting a chopper is not some small amount of money. But 10.5 million overviews later, the North Face has got themselves a very winning marketing campaign. Hat tip to you guys, fantastic job. That's the kind of stuff that marketing geniuses are made from, fantastic. Okay, book time, you ready? Uh, we're reading Treasure Island and uh, wow, this book has been a lot of fun. It's dragging on a little bit. I thought we'd be out to sea hunting treasure by now, but so far not. It's Treasure Island, originally published back in 1883, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, we are going to pop right into it now. We are, uh, oh, we're just starting chapter five tonight, Treasure Island. And here we go. Chapter five, which is called The Last of the Blind Man. You're right, Karen, it's awesome. My curiosity, in a sense, was stronger than my fear, for I could not remain where I was, but crept back to the bank again, whence, sheltering my head behind a bush of broom, I might command the road before our door. I was scarcely in position, ere my enemies began to arrive. Seven or eight of them, running hard, their feet beating out of time along the road, and the man with the lantern some paces in front. Three men ran together, hand in hand, and I made out, even though through the mist, that the middle man of the trio was the blind beggar. The next moment his voice showed me I was right. Down with the door, he cried. Aye, aye, sir, answered the two or three, and a rush was made upon the Admiral Benbow, the lantern-bearer following, and then I could see them pause, hear speeches passed in a lower key, as if they were surprised to find the door open. But the pause was brief, 
and for the blind man again issued his commands. His voice sounded louder and higher, as if he were afire with eagerness and rage. In, 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 he shouted, and cursed them for their delay. Four or five of them obeyed at once, two remaining on the road with the formidable beggar. There was a pause, then a cry of surprise, and then a voice shouting from the house, Bill's dead! But the blind men swore at them again for their delay. Search him! Some of you shirking lovers and the rest of you aloft and get the chest, he cried. I could hear their feet rattling up our old stairs so that the house must have shook with it. Promptly, afterwards, fresh sounds of astonishment arose. The window of the captain's room was thrown open with a slam. In a jingle of broken glass, a man leaned out into the moonlight, head and shoulders, and addressed the blind beggar on the road below. Pew, he cried. They've been before us. Someone's turned the chest out alone and aloft. Is it there? roared Pew. The money's there. The blind man cursed the money. Flint's fist, I mean, he cried. We don't see her here, no how, returned the man. Here, you below. Is it on Bill? cried the blind man again. At that, another follow, a fellow, probably he who'd remain below to search the captain's body, came to the door of the inn. Bill's been overhauled already. Nothing left. It's these people of the inn. It's that boy. I wish I'd put his eyes out, cried the blind man. Pew. They were here no time ago. They had the door bolted when I tried it. Scatter, lads. Find them. <coughs> sure enough, they left their glim here, said the fellow from the window. Scatter and find them. Rout the house out reiterated Pew, striking with his stick upon the road. Then there followed a great to-do through all of our old inn, heavy feet pounding to and fro, furniture all thrown over, doors kicked in until the very rocks re-echoed, and the men came out again one after another on the road and declared that we were nowhere to be found. Just then, the same whistle that had alarmed my mother and myself over the dead captain's money was once more clearly audible through the night, but this time twice repeated. I had thought it to be the blind man's trumpet, so to speak, summoning his crew to the assault, but now I found that it was a signal from the hillside toward the hamlet, and from its effect upon the buccaneers, a signal to warn them of approaching danger. There's Dirk again, said one. Twice. We'll have to budge, mates. Budge, you skulk, cried Pew. Dirk was a fool and a coward from the first. You wouldn't mind him. They must be close by. It can't be far. You have your hands on it. Scatter and look for him, dogs. Ah, oh, shiver my soul, he cried, if I had eyes. This appeal seemed to produce some effect, for two of the fellows began to look here and there among the lumber, but half-heartedly, 
I thought, and with half an eye to their own danger all the time, while the rest stood irresolute on the road. You have your hands on thousands, you fools, and you hang a leg. You'd be rich as kings if you could find it. You know it's here. You stand there skulking. There wasn't one of you dared face Bill, and I did it, a blind man. And I'm to lose my chance for you? I'm to be a poor crawling beggar sponging for rum when I might be rolling in a coach? If you had the pluck of a weevil in a biscuit, you would catch him still. Hang it, Pew. We've got the doubloons, grumbled one. It might have hid the blessed thing, said another. Take the Georges, Pew, and don't stand here squalling. Squalling was the word for it. Pew's anger rose so high at those objections, till at last his passion completely taking the upper hand. He struck at them right and left in his blindness, and his stick sounded heavily on more than one. These in their turn cursed back at the blind miscreant, threatened him in horrid terms, tried in vain to catch the stick and wrest it from his grasp. The quarrel was the saving of us, for while it was still raging, another sound came from on top of the hill on the side of the hamlet, the tramp of horses galloping. At the same time, a pistol shot, flash, a report came from the hedgeside, and that was plainly the last signal of danger, for the buccaneers turned at once and ran, separating in every direction. One seaward along the cove, one slant across the hill, and so on, so that in half a minute not a sign of them remained but Pew. Him they had deserted, whether in sheer panic or out of revenge for his ill words and blows, I know not. But there he remained behind, tapping up, the, up and down the road in a frenzy, groping and calling for his comrades. Finally, he took the wrong turn, ran a few steps past me towards the hamlet, crying, Johnny, Black Dog, Dirk, and other names, you won't leave old Pew, mates. Not old Pew. Well, just then, the noise of horses topped the rise. Four or five riders came in sight in the moonlight, swept at full gallop down the slope. At this, Pew saw his error, turned with a scream, and ran straight for the ditch, into which he rolled. But he was on his feet again in a second, and made another dash now, utterly bewildered, right under the nearest of the coming horses. The rider tried to save him, but in vain. Down went Pew with a cry that rang high into the night, and the four hoofs trampled, spurned him, and passed by. He fell on his side and then gently collapsed upon his face and moved no more. I leapt to my feet, hailed the riders. They were pulling up at any rate, horrified at the accident, and I soon saw that they were, one tailing out behind the rest, was a lad who'd gone from the hamlet to Dr. Livesey's, and the rest 
were revenue officers whom he'd met by the way and with whom he'd had the intelligence to return at once. Some news of the lugger in Kit's hold had found its way to Supervisor Dance, set him forth that night in our direction, and to that circumstance my mother and I owed our preservation from death. Pew was stone, stone dead. As for my mother, when we had carried her up to the hamlet, a little cold water and salts very soon brought her back again, and she was none the worse for her terror, though she still continued to deplore the balance of her money. <clears throat> In the meantime, the supervisor rode on as fast as he could to Kit's hole, but his men had to dismount and grope down the dingle leading and sometimes supporting their horses, and in continual fear of ambushes. So it was no great matter or surprise that when they got down to the hole, the luger was already underway. Though still close in, he hailed her. A voice replied, Tell him to keep out of the moonlight, or he'd get some lead in him. And at the same time, a bullet whistled close by his arm. Soon after, the Luger doubled the point and disappeared. Mr. Dance stood there, as he said, like a fish out of water, and all he could do was to dispatch a man to be to warn the cutter. And that, said he, is just about as good as nothing. They've got off clean, and there's an end. Only, he added, I'm glad I trod on Master Pew's corns, for by this time he'd heard my story. I went back with him to the Admiral Benbow. You cannot imagine a house in such a state of smash. The very clock had been thrown down by these fellows in their furious hunt for after my mother and myself. And there's nothing had actually been taken away except the captain's money bag and a little silver from the till. I could see at once we were ruined. Mr. Dance could make nothing of the scene. They got the money, you say. Well then, Hawkins, what in fortune were they after? More money, I suppose. No, sir, not money, I think, replied I. In fact, sir, I believe I have the thing in my breast pocket. And to tell you the truth, I should like to get it put in safety. To be sure, boy, quite right, said he. I'll take it if you like. I thought perhaps Dr. Livesey, I began. Perfectly right, he interrupted, very cheerily. Perfectly right, a, a gentleman and a magistrate. And now... I come to think of it, might as well ride round there myself and report to him or squire. Master Pew's dead. When all's done, not that I regret it, but he's dead, you see, and people will make it out against an officer of his majesty's revenue if make it out they can. Now I'll tell you, Hawkins, if you like, I'll take you along. I thanked him heartily for the offer. We walked back to the hamlet where the horses were, and by the time I told Mother of my purpose, they were all in the saddle. Dodger, said Mr. Dance, you've got a good horse. Take up this lad behind you. And as soon as I was mounted, holding on to Dodger's belt, the supervisor gave the word 
and the party struck out at a bouncing trot on their road to Dr. Livesey's house. That's chapter five. We'll do chapter six coming up on tomorrow's show of Treasure Island. <laughs> what a great book. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us. We will see you again tomorrow, same time, same station, right here on Rumble.com. Thank you so much. Please sign up for a free Rumble account and follow, follow, follow the show. It's free, absolutely free, cost you nothing. You want to find yourself a great Christmas gift? Pick yourself up a couple bags of blackout coffee. Use the link in our show notes. They've got a great Cyber Week deal. Buy two, get one free. That is a hell of a deal at Blackout Coffee and you'll be supporting the show, which we really appreciate. I will see you all again tomorrow. <laughs> Snort. <laughs>